there's no more room in hell. The dead will listen to Bloodfest, the podcast. Sorry, just vibing. Hey, hello. <laughs> I might be high. Hello, and welcome to Bloodfest, the podcast. Pod- podcast? Podcast? The what? The what? I don't know. I wasn't ready for this. Hello, and welcome to Bloodfest, the podcast. My name's Nate, and I'm as high as hell. <laughs> so anyway, tonight... Casey couldn't join us because he's a pussy and can't handle just a tiny bit of heat stroke. And Lydia had an actual family emergency, and we're not making jokes about that. But my good friend Josh is here. Josh! How are you, baby? I am a family emergency. You are a family emergency. (laughs) Jesus, what's wrong with me? And also, my good friend Joey is here. Joey, how are you doing tonight? I'm also a family emergency. You can't no. You can't just say the same thing. Make a different joke. I am also a family emergency. That's the same joke. You just said it into the mic. What? I don't know. It sounded more confident to me. I know. Well, he's like he's like I am an emergency. So, so hey, so I got really high today, and watched Tentacles. Have you guys ever seen Tentacles? I've had ten tickles. Okay, man. This is this is an Italian movie from early 80s and it is a jaws ripoff with a giant squid and i'm gonna tell you this claude aiken is in it and he is not in the first 10 people listed in the cast say clay aiken claude aiken claude aiken you know claude aiken doesn't matter what i'm saying is this this had a packed cast man it's got john houston uh it's got a fuck i'm too oh man I'm ripped. Hold on. Hold on. Cause it's, got, it's got like a cast you would not believe for a shitty Jaws ripoff. I mean, uh, Henry Fonda was in it, right? Yes, Henry Fonda. Yes. I think you remember, you sent me the cast list and I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry Houston. Fonda, John Houston, Shelley Winters, uh, Bo Hopkins, Sherry Buchanan, Claude Akins, uh, John White, Leonard Lightfoot. I don't know who that is. But anyway, it's pretty good. Gordon Lightfoot. I know who that is. Gordon Lightfoot, man. Sundown. Yep. You better R. beware. Wreck of the him. Edmund Fitzgerald. Wreck, wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lake whatever it said never gives up her dead. I don't know. The Great Gitchy Goomy or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's hard to get that movie, that, that, that music in a movie because the song belongs to all of the uh, – the relatives of the people who died on the Edmund Fitzgerald. Really? Yeah, he gave it to them. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to get them all to agree. Well, aren't most of them dead? No, no, not really. It's not been that long ago. Was it like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, it was like last month, I think. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Okay, much better. God damn it. <laughs> Joe, you have a mic hooked up to that? Joe that was like really left, clear. So. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> were we going to talk about a movie? No, we were, I was going to but... talk about, hold on. I was, tentacles. I watched Tentacles, right? Yeah, that's what it was. Off. 
right? So you know how early in Jaws, little Alex Kintner goes out on his little yellow raft and the shark eats him? I don't know what Jaws is. You fucker. Anyway, the way this movie does that, there's a woman with a baby carriage, with a baby in it, walking along the beach. And then she sees one of her friends, and she just walks the fuck away and leaves her baby sitting there in the baby carriage. And she's having this conversation with her friend. I like her already. Giant octopus eats the baby. That's how the movie starts. Hold on, I gotta watch this movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's honestly, it's it's as far as Jaws ripoffs go. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's no, it's no Jaws Five Cruel Jaws, but it's pretty good. You had me at eats the baby. There's a whole scene. So, uh, Bo Hopkins plays a guy who trains orcas. Because Bob he, Hoskins? No, Bo Hopkins. You would know him. Look him up. You'll know him. You'll know the person. All right, immediately. I gotta go. I'm okay. going to look this guy up. Yeah, go do that. But anyway, there's a scene where he is talking to orcas and saying, all right, I know we're in your home now, being about the ocean. And if I let you go and you just leave, well, we're all going to be fucked. I need you to help me. You're the only ones that can help me take down this monster. Will you stay with me? And he's just pep-talking killer wells before he opens the gate <laughs> and lets them out into the ocean. It's genius, really. Okay, that's pretty great. So, uh, what the fuck was I talking? Oh, yeah, that's right. So we are here to talk about a little movie called The Blackening. So uh, have you seen this yet, Josh? Are you familiar with this movie? I have seen this. You have seen this. What did you think of this? Well, it's no The Whitening, but it was pretty good. <laughs> no, that uh, The Whitening's that movie that uh, Ben Shapiro's in. Oh, God. I was going to say Deliverance. You wouldn't but... rec- oh, Deliverance is pretty good. You know, Deliverance is a good movie, but have you ever seen uh, Southern Comfort? I have not. I have drank Southern Comfort. It's a a Walter Hill movie. It's got got Powers Booth. Oh, I'm already in. Yeah, it's got Powers Booth. It's got uh, Keith Carradine. Um, Oh, God, it's got other people in it that you know, too. But it's uh, a group of— Walter Hill guys? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Walter Hill's gang. So it's a group um, of—what do you call them? They're Army, but at the state level. National Guard. National Guard guys on a on a training mission down in the swamps in the bayou, and they steal some canoes to try to cross a river, and then the Cajun guys that the canoes belong to are, like, screaming at them and shit. So one of the National Guard guys opens fire with his machine gun. They have blanks. They only have blanks. They're on a training mission. But, of course, none of these Creole dudes know that, so they immediately shoot back and kill the, uh, the sergeant. And so now these guys are being... Uh, hunted by the by the the Cajuns and trying to trying to escape. It's pretty good. It's a little Vietnam War allegory. It's uh, it's got Powers Booth, and I will never not love a movie with Powers Booth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah, so weird, man. You know his uh his great 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 uncle murdered President Lincoln. Really? Oh, shut up. What? Am I making that up or is it true? I'm pretty sure it's spelled differently. Is it? But now, now you're gonna have to hold on a second. <laughs> no, no, you're full of shit. Yeah, I know. I just made that shit up. Yeah. Well, it had me thinking though. If if he was, I bet he would have changed his name if he was related to that Booth family. I mean, I don't know. That wouldn't have been a deal breaker for me. He played Jim Jones, and I still love him. That's true. That's true. You know, though, when uh, when he played Jim Jones in that that TV miniseries, um. It's, it's very different than the story we think of about Guyana now, about Jonestown, because the, the tapes had not come out at that time. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, we still thought it was just a mass suicide. We didn't realize it was actually a mass murder. Wait a minute, it's a mass murder? Yeah. So, okay. Most of I knew people... about, like, Councilman, or what was it, Congressman Ryan or whatever. Yeah. He yeah. murdered him. Most of the people there did not know that the Flavor Aid was poisoned, that they were Whoops. dying. And the people who, like, tipped to it either drank it or got shot. Yeah, yeah, it was a mass murder. They weren't they weren't all in for killing themselves. Anyway, the blackening, the blackening <laughs> is a horror comedy directed by Tim Story, who you might know from uh, Barbershop. He directed Barbershop. He also directed the Fantastic Four with uh, Captain America. What? Captain America in the Fantastic Four. Like both of them? Because I don't think. No, Captain America um, was in Fantastic Four. Uh, Chris uh, Evans that plays Captain America. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, Four. that yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what Tim Story is known for. And it's – um, The one with the commish. Yes, the one with the commish. Yes. <laughs> well, or uh, what's the other show he was in? The the Bad? Uh, the Shield, the but Shield. I don't know what his – I don't know what his name was in that. I think – yeah, but I think – doesn't he play like a dickhead in that? Isn't he like a bad cop? Probably. I mean, ACAB, all cops are bad, except the commish and Columbo. We we like the commish and Columbo. Yeah. Yeah, ACAB does not include the commish or Columbo. So anyway, Tim Story directed it. It's actually – so it's based on a short film. I did not know that. It's written by Tracy Oliver and Dwayne Perkins. And Dwayne Perkins – actually, hold on. I'm going to check this because I – yeah, Dwayne Perkins was a writer-producer on Brooklyn Nine-Nine which explains a lot to me about the comedy style on this. Okay. Do, do you guys watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, watched yeah. twice. It's like, fantastic. Oh, okay. The, no, I, I thought you were saying I watched like two episodes. Oh, no, 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 no. I watched no, no, the no, entire no. series twice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is fantastic. Even though it's copaganda. <laughs> ACAB, baby. ACAB. Um... And the other writer on it is Tracy Oliver, whose name did not ring a bell to me. She went to Stanford, so she must be rich. She also she co-wrote Barbershop, The Next Cut. Oh, she's one of the writers of Girls Trip. Uh, she she wrote the television series First Wives Club and the film The Sun is Also a Star. Um, White Chicks. She did not write White Chicks. No one wrote white ch I want to be clear on this. No one wrote white chicks. The Damons took shitty drugs and said, how can we get more money out of the idiots that think we're funny? The Wayans. Not the Damons. The Wayans. It is not. Oh, explain to me what's funny about that movie, please. The Wayans are funny. Say it into the mic. I just did. Funny how? <laughs> funny how? Are they clowns? Do they amuse you? <laughs> Goodfellas re reference. Yes, thank you. Thank you. So anyway, the, the concept of the blackening is a group of friends who are all black are getting together for the weekend at a cabin. Some blacker than others. Yeah, some are, yeah we will get to that. Yes. <laughs> They're getting together for the weekend at a cabin for a Juneteenth celebration. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a double thing. It's a Juneteenth celebration, and also it's kind of a reunion for these friends who haven't all seen each other in a while. Um, and... When they get there, they find unexpectedly a special game room where there is a game called The Blackening. And it is just setting out on a table, and 
the the game board has a a piece in the middle that is incredibly racist looking. It looks somewhat like the character of Little Black Sambo from the Little Black Sambo books, which you were unlikely to see in libraries today because uh, it looks like that. Um, and the, the concept of the game is you have to pick a guard, you get a question, you answer the question, you move ahead of space. If they get ten questions in a row correct, their friend, who they didn't know was kidnapped but is, will live. So that's the concept. That's how it starts. So, Josh, give me your lowdown. What do you think of this movie? What was your feeling on it? I laughed my ass off. And it just, it, it takes me back to probably, I don't know, mid-90s maybe, mm -hmm. when you could laugh at things and not be ashamed about it. <laughs> Every single other little thing that they said, I can't repeat. <laughs> it's just, it's not something for us to tell other people that we watched it's just for us to fucking love it so as as a white person who loves horror movies and has been very aware for a long time how many tropes in horror movies are eh, frankly racist um mm -hmm. i felt a lot of catharsis at this i cannot imagine how fucking good this film must be if you're a black horror fan and seeing these things addressed yeah. If we had any sense, we would have gotten a guest for tonight. Someone <laughs> who, you know, might have stronger footing to talk about this than, than we do. But I'm an idiot, and I get high a lot. Well, you know, if Joey hadn't come on camera last week, we could have said that he was black. Yeah, nobody would know. Nobody would know. <laughs> Jesus. So I, I have to say some of my favorite parts of this the the whole bit where the game says they have to sacrifice the person that they believe is the blackest <laughs> and they're having the conversation uh Manundi, they're like you're literally african from africa and he's like no my father's from africa i'm from oakland no that makes it worse <laughs> and then the one guy he's like no you're gangster and he's like Ex-gangster, I changed my ways. I'm married to a white woman. No, that makes it worse. And then 30 seconds later, he's grabbing a gun. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't see that coming. <laughs> and the one guy who no one thought was invited and they don't like much, um, who's kind of, well, not kind of, incredibly nerdy, uh, traditionally nerdy, kind of the nasally voice, the glasses, the whole thing. When when they claim he's the blackest, so he'll be sacrificed, and his response is, I voted for Trump. Twice! And everybody's gasps when he says that. <laughs> I, I very nearly peed myself. I very yeah. nearly peed myself. So I honestly watched this whole movie. I did not I did not find a, a weak spot in it. it it's, uh, it's very tightly paced. It's very well acted all the way around. Um, it's, it's well written. It's hilarious. What, what, do you, uh, what was your favorite part? Uh, a lot of the – some of the jokes I can't really say because it will spoil it, but yeah. um, a lot of it revolved around the Trump comment because yeah. they come back to it. Yes. And, <laughs> And they're like, yeah, it was mostly the Trump thing. It's mostly the Trump thing, yeah. You were going to kill me. It's mostly the Trump thing. Yeah, I, I got a big kick out of that. Um, 
no, and this movie has a good twist. Um, so, so it got me because I thought I saw the twist coming, and then I talked myself out of it about who was the bad guy. I talked yeah. myself out of it, and then no, that was it. I so I got it early, but it, they made me feel like I was wrong, like I was falling for a red herring. So I thought they did. They did a good thing. job of that. Yeah. They kind of yeah. twisted around a little bit. Yeah. Um, God love her. I I love my wife, but she ten seconds into it, she's like, "This is it." And so the whole rest of the movie, I had to fucking deal with that. And sure enough, she's right. So to tell her she doesn't get to watch the next movie. What? What's the next movie? I don't know. Tentacles. <laughs> Actually, uh, I think tonight I'm going to watch Two Orphan Vampires. Oh, there you go. I'm in a little, little Gene Rollin mood. I was going to watch that today, but my girlfriend said I should watch Tentacles instead. So. She said Tentacles. You're oh, just too quiet shit. to realize it. Oh, man. That could have gone well for me. I so you kind of balanced your movie from last night by watching a movie full of old white dudes today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, All and right. Shelley Winters. Shelley Winters isn't an old white dude. I don't know who that is by name. How do you not know? I Shelley feel like Winters? I should. The Poseidon Adventure. Nope. Um. Dirty Grace Mowers. Yes. Oh, there right. it is. What What movie is Shelley Winters famous for? Debbie Dust Dallas. That's it, exactly. Yes, Shelly Winters just riding the cock, just riding the cock. Uh, that time when she, when uh, Ernest Borgnine gives her a facial. Oh, she's in ten episodes of Roseanne. That's where I know her from. Oh, okay. You should know I her for more than that. She's Shelly Winters. I don't remember her. Do from you that. even know who Ethel Merman is? Uh, sounds familiar. Man, man. So I was watching the Cat Creeps the other day. Have you watched? That? Awesome movie. Oh my God, the dialogue in that—it's just so so screwball. That's another one of those movies that would not get made today, but yeah. I love the hell out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know what they say—they um, couldn't make Blazing Saddles today. You know why? Why? The strike, man. All the writers and directors and, and actors are on strike. You're awful, <sighs> and you should feel bad. I do feel bad most of the time. <laughs> That's why I use drugs. <laughs> I mean, don't Perfect. you understand that? I'm beginning to. Anyway, so let's give Blackening a, a star rating. I'm going to give it five out of five. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd probably give it four and a half, maybe five. It's, I mean, it's definitely, like you said, very well written. I mean, it, it wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be, but the parts that weren't funny were good. Like, it yeah. wasn't it's like a stupid fun movie. Oh it no! It wrote good yeah, in it too. yeah. It it uh, it 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 is a tight, well-paced kind of home invasion horror, right? And I didn't need star power. Like yeah. you know, sometimes you need that one person in there that yeah. kind of pulls it together. I didn't. Need, I mean, these people might be famous, but I don't. I don't. I haven't heard of any of them. Okay. Uh, no, well, I think you have. Uh, SNL, Jay Farrow. Yeah, Jay Farrow. He's okay. On Saturday Night Live. Oh. Okay. Uh, so Grace Byers is on Empire, which I have not seen. Um, Jermaine Fowler was on Coming to America, the Coming to America sequel, which I liked. And also, I haven't seen that. Superior, I'm not against it. I just haven't seen it. Superior Donuts, which is a TV show. Uh, Melvin Gregg is on High Flying Bird. Snowfall, okay, yeah, Snowfall, that's the movie about uh, how the CIA uh, created the crack epidemic. 
Uh, X Mayo was a writer for The Daily Show. Um, it had been on The Good Doctor, Swarm, The Farewell. Uh, let's see, who else? Uh, Antoinette Robertson. Oh, you know She's what? No I lied. I what? knew the white guy. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Antoinette Robinson's on Dear White People, which I have seen. Uh, Cinqua Wallace is on Friday Night Lights, which I never watched. The Secret Life of American Teenager, which I've never heard of. So, Jay Farrow, I've watched that for a few, a few seasons. She might have seen him. Uh, then Yvonne Anuli Orji is on Insecure. So they, they they all have they all have careers. They're all in stuff, just not stuff I'm watching because it's not horror or sleaze. I would say Jay Farrow. Jay Farrow's probably the biggest name. Yeah, yeah. Jay Farrow is a known. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. So now here's the important question, Joey. What star rating would you give it? I'd give it a four point five. And another important follow up. Did you watch it? I got about forty minutes into it, and then I went to bed. That is better than he's ever done. Wow. 40 minutes. I bow to you, sir. 40 <laughs> minutes. That's almost half. Yeah. That's almost half. That's amazing. That's enough to get, like, most of the plot. Yeah, actually, yeah. You, yeah. you actually know what the movie's yeah. about. Yeah. It's actually, uh, it's actually, holy fuck. I don't know. What, we haven't been recording this whole time? No, 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 no. I just noticed I have a phone. Uh, I don't know. Casey's not here. Lydia's not here. We don't have a guest. So we, we love the blackening. We don't have any deep analysis of it. Um, we really should do a follow-up episode where we get someone to come on with us who, you know, has the space to talk about this kind of movie. But I thought we might talk about some of our favorite black horror films. We just did. There's more than one. Blackula. Blackula. Everybody likes Blackula, right? I I haven't seen that one. I saw like 20 minutes of it when I was like 13. Okay, and like so, at overnight. So Blackula is actually surprisingly good. It it really is. You you think going into it you think ah oh, this is a a, a cheesy cash grab is what it'll be but they they cast an actual shakespearean actor as the main character and oh nice yeah and it it treats the black yellow myth um it basically moves it to african roots instead of eastern european roots and it treats it uh it treats it with with some um some respect it really does and uh it's it's actually surprisingly good um it's it's much better than Blackenstein, although I'm not going to lie, I also love Blackenstein. I haven't even heard of that one. How do you not know Blackenstein? Okay, I don't know. I, I want you to Google the poster for Blackenstein. I'm going to do it, too, because let's put it up here. Here we go, here we go. Let's see. What? Can, can you see it? Is, does that show up? Can they see it? Yeah. No, nah, well... Yeah, we can yeah, kind of yeah. know what it is. Yeah, great. To stop this mother takes one bad brother. Damn right. Damn right. 
<laughs> so listen, black exploitation movies in the seventies were honestly amazing. They they had room to do things that you really couldn't get away with in Hollywood. You know, you've yeah. seen the uh, you've seen Dolomite. I have not. Dolomite. Did you not get that like, Rudy Ray Moore box set from uh I had I got the box. I didn't get the movies in it. I got uh, that and I got uh Petey Wheatstraw, but I haven't oh, watched Petey it. Oh, Petey Wheatstraw, the uh the devil's son-in-law. I watched like 5 minutes of it and it was great, but I was busy, yeah. so I had to come back to it. So Dolomite is his best movie, I think. The Human Tornado is great. Petey Wheatstraw, the devil's son-in-law is great. Um Seriously, man, Rudy Ray Moore had no money and minimal talents, and yet somehow he made amazing movies. <laughs> After you watch Dolomite, I suggest watching the uh, Eddie Murphy movie, uh, My Name is Dolomite. Okay. About the making of Dolomite. It's actually really, really good, and Eddie Murphy reminded me that he actually can act, yeah. <laughs> also, Wesley Snipes is in it. Awesome. Love me some Wesley Snipes. 90s uh, Wesley Snipes is the best. Yeah, Blade. Passenger yeah. 57. Yeah, yeah. 100%. After 2000s, you don't, you know, you don't hear from him as much. He got he got into a little <laughs> bit of trouble with the man. Um as you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, things kind of cooled down for him, but I think he's back. Oh, I saw him in one of the Expendable movies. And I like those, so I liked him in that. See, I don't I, know of anything else he's in. I, my name is Dolomite. No, I mean like after jail time. That was that's recent. That's from like last year or the year before. Oh, is it really? Yeah, oh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, from just a couple I never even heard of it, so I guess that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, honestly, I was a little upset it didn't get any Oscar nominations. No, you're not. No, I really am. It really. Oh. Yeah, I would I would have liked to have seen Eddie Murphy nominated for Best Actor. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. He was really good. He, he, uh, he, he embodied Rudy Ray Moore, you know, and huh. put your weight on it. Yeah, got what? to see uh, what? What? Put your weight on it. It's kind of almost one of Dolomite's catchphrases. Oh, okay. Yeah, good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. So I'll come back the... knowing what you mean. Yeah, exactly. What other what other black horror films? Well, any Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, Get Out. So here's here's one of the deals about the blackening. Post Get Out, black horror has been grim, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the blackening brings some comedy back. And not that it shouldn't be grim. Horror should be grim. And Jordan Peele has – by the way, did you know I'm Facebook friends with Jordan Peele? I knew you were attempting. Yeah, no, he accepted my Facebook friend request. Nice. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Bored. I guess. Because you had or, those mutual friends that you kind of weaseled your way into. Whatever whatever intern handles that for him was like, ah, this guy doesn't look terrible. <laughs> but you are. You're so terrible. I am. I'm the worst. I'm the absolute <laughs> worst. I'm like Brita level. Like the water what what's filter what's the, what's the TV show that I love that I talk about all the time? Um, golden Girls. Yes, yeah. Golden there's Girls. Golden Girls. That's why I do like Golden Girls. But no, Community. 
Oh yeah. Brit is the worst. Oh yeah, Brit is the worst. Brit is the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of community, did you hear? Uh, Donald Glover is writing, producing, and starring in a Lando Calrissian TV series. No, but that yeah. sounds great. Yeah, but I'm done with Star Wars, so. Yeah. I might still watch it though. Yeah, because I mean, I always liked Lando. I well, like, yeah, yeah. Af after a bit. Honestly, his. I kind of feel like Donald Glover was the only guy to play the younger version of the character. Because who else is as cool as Billy D. Williams? And I'm not saying Donald Glover is as cool as Billy D. Williams. He's not. No human is. But he can pretend to be. Yeah. 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 I don't know if anybody could fill those shoes. So, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Although I do love Donald Glover, so I'd let him try. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Big fan. That kid's got a lot of talent. I guess he's not a kid anymore. This kid does. I'm old. Isn't he like be, 30? Huh? Isn't he like 30? He's probably 30, yeah. Well, let's find out. Let's find out. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Did you know, it, most people don't know this, but did you know that he is actually, uh, hold on, um, 39. He's 39. Oh, okay. Shit, yeah. he's my age. He's old. All right. Did you know that he is actually related to another famous actor? Danny Glover. What did you say? Danny Glover. No, don't be racist. He's Crispin Glover's son. No, he's not. <laughs> not even going to look that one up. I did have to look up the Danny Glover thing because I thought that was true because I am racist. <laughs> but no, it's not fucking Christian Glover's son. Knock it off. That's hilarious, though. Would that not be funny if that were true? That would be fantastic. It would. Also, it would make his dancing make more sense. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God, I love that dance in Friday the 13th. It's absolutely great. It, it's probably one of the reasons that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's the best thing. Really you almost is. don't want him to die, but then you realize he was a fucking annoying shit all the way up until that. God. Well, you, you know, I I think in real life, Kristen, Chris, Chris, hit. Hey, how's it going? Take a break here, and I think in real life, Crispin Glover might be an asshole. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I hope not. I don't know. You know, there's an alternate universe where uh, Marty McFly was Eric Stoltz. Yeah. In fact, part of Back to the Future was filmed with him. That's part of it, yeah. They fired yeah. him partway through and started yeah, over, they yeah. They had to redo it all with yeah. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, if you look on YouTube, you can actually find videos. Of Eric Stoltz is Marty McFly? Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah, it's not as good as... You know what would be interesting, though? Michael if, if it had gone that way, I might have rooted for him to nail Leah Thompson. Yeah. I might want to watch that. Well, they were in that one movie. Weren't they? Which one? Shit, what was that? The Shape of Water. No. Nine and a half weeks. Debbie Does no. Dallas. Debbie Does Dallas. Some Kind of Wonderful. Oh, Some Kind of Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I never saw it. Jennifer loves it. I yeah. I think I've seen it with her once, but I can't remember if they did it or not. So, Leah Thompson is in a movie called 
casual sex with Victoria Jackson and Andrew Dice Clay? Well, not real turned on right now. Well, okay, at the time, Leah Thompson and Victoria Jackson did something for me. Um, Leah Thompson still does something for me, but Victoria Jackson turned out to be a nut. Yeah, she went off the rails. And then Andrew Dice Clay was never anyone I wanted to have. We should bring her on to talk about the blackening. Victoria Jackson? Yes, we should invite her on. (laughs) We should definitely invite her on to talk about black people. I'm (laughs) sure she has things to say. Speaking of off the rails. Yeah, her her and Gary Busey. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm going to see if I bet they have the same agent. It's themselves. Yeah, it's probably. It'll probably turn out that their agent is Rob Schneider. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get them all know. on and just turn our cameras off and then just let it go. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> we'll come back in about eight hours. All right. What else are we talking about, children? Uh, I think that was it. All right, bye, bye. Bye! Uh, but yeah, um, okay, so here's here, here's your chance, I guess, to kind of teach us, because mainly because I'm ignorant, what constitutes being a black horror? I like, do say, all characters have to be black, or do no, like a majority, but, or how the story I would, goes? Or? I, I would think, okay, I would think you would have a primarily black cast, and themes that have something to do with blackness like race should probably pay play okay maybe i don't know though again because i'm an idiot and i didn't think about reaching out to someone who you know knew what they were talking about i just well we definitely do a part two about it what (laughs) definitely do a part two on this yeah yeah try and get some better perspective i think i mean i think it would be great if it were black creators but if you go back in time actually it's harder to find black creators in mainstream movies because it it could be argued that neither the living dead is a black comedy it's got a black hero yes it does and and it definitely has very much a reading that is about racism in america so yeah i like that one yes that's a all-time great yes yes that was candy man candy man is definitely black horror 100%. 100%. Both versions. Debbie Does Dallas. Maybe the second one more. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I don't think oh. there's any black people in Debbie Does Dallas. There's black holes in Debbie Does Dallas. Look, there's only one black hole that matters. Barbie it's... Blanks. No, I was going to say, um, I forgot the name of it, so I can't do it. Sagittarius A. It's at the center of our galaxy. And... Never mind. Never mind. Um, yeah, so was there ever a black Jekyll and Hyde? I don't know. Hey, Google. Hold on. Where's that button even at? I don't know where that button is. Oh, it's that random point when I realized I don't know how to spell Jekyll. Ooh, there is a... 1976 black exploitation horror film called 
Dr. Black, Mr. Hyde. All right. All right. We'll put that on the list. Put that on the list. Yeah. 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 I don't so, you know, know our, any of these people. Our, uh, our, our, uh, our good buddy, Larry Cohen, that we're all big fans of, mm -hmm. um, that uh, Joey has no idea who I'm talking about. Actually, it's alive. He, he actually, yes, at the stuff. Yeah. Um, he, a return to Salem's Lot. He actually made a number of black exploitation films. Really? Yeah. Um, so he he uh, was kind of a go-to guy with black writers and black actors wanting to get something off the ground, and they'd go to him to direct because he could get the uh, the backing for it, and he would treat it with you know some level of reverence given the material they were making. That's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big Larry Cohen fan. He wrote Phone Booth. Phone Booth is a great movie. Really? The yeah. one with Colin Farrell? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He wrote that. Yeah, we just talked about I mentioned that last week. Yeah. Like we were talking about survival. Over. Yeah. Yeah, where he yeah. stood up basically in the phone booth. He made Q, the winged serpent. Yeah, phone booth was a really great movie. I, I still feel like he should have gotten an Oscar for the stuff. Good cast too. It had Forrest Whitaker in it, and that was pretty early on in Colin Farrell's career. Was it? What had Colin Farrell done up to that point? I don't. I couldn't tell you what he's done up. Yeah. To that point. Okay. Okay. So this would be before he made In Bruges. I don't know. What yeah, that was like a couple of years ago, wasn't it? It's been more than a couple of years ago. It's been. <laughs> I'm gonna say more than ten. Hold on. Hold on. That's such a good movie too. 2008, so like 15 years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. pretty sure Phone Booth was before that. Yeah, Phone Booth was definitely before that. Oh, yeah. Phone Booth was 2002. Yeah, 2002. Yeah. I, uh, I Minority know. Report, I don't remember that one very much, but I know I saw it. Minority Report, was Colin Farrell in that? Uh, yeah, Danny Whitwer. I don't know oh. what that means. I don't remember him. Yeah, he is in that. I don't remember him being in that. It's a Spielberg movie. I liked it a lot. Based on a uh, PKD. Yeah. Yeah. Joey, you know what I mean when I say PKD? Absolutely. Yeah? Yes. What do those letters stand for? What are the letters? P. Penis. K. Joey knows no words that begin with K. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with penis. <laughs> Philip K. Dick, <laughs> the writer. Philip K. Dick. It's you were guy. half right. <laughs> he, he said, uh, I uh, love uh, P. Uh, penis. Uh, K. <laughs> Are there words that start with K? <laughs> God, I wish he was on camera for this one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh Jesus! Just God. watch the wheels turning. Oh, wait. Cunts. No, that's not a K. Doc, nope. Go, no. Kangaroo. Kangaroo. Yeah, that doesn't go with penis, though. Kangaroos have penises. <laughs> that's that's our new catchphrase. Kangaroos have penises. <laughs> I mean, obviously not all of them. Boys have a penis. Girls have a pouch. Oh, God. What? That's good. Isn't that how that works? They, they come in the pouch? 
to make babies? Yeah, they do. Did you know the ridge on the head of your penis is actually meant to, to scoop semen at... Never mind. Stop! I read an article. Was that the end of the sentence? Yes. I mean, I've read some too, I guess. <laughs> I swear to God, I only read the journal science for the articles. Not for the right. diagrams of kangaroo penises. I wonder if that's true. Why don't du never mind? So what now, Josh? Um. Yeah. You know what I'm looking forward to? Next week when Casey's back, because he won't have listened to this because he doesn't listen to the show, at the end of the show, I'm going to give our new catchphrase, Kangaroos have penises! Good night! And he's going to be confused. That will be fantastic. Mm -hmm. And we should just, like, put the camera on him. Yes, just him. Can For, we like, that, a Joey? solid five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> just see what he says, and especially if he says nothing, just fade out. Oh, hey, and while he's not here... We should pick what we're going to discuss next week. Let's talk about the surreal vampire Euro sleaze of Gene of Gene Rollin. Oh my God, he would be pissed because he knows about that. Yeah. <laughs> he would have all this time to prepare. Yeah, but we won't tell him until the show starts. By the ah. way, we're talking about Gene Rollin. What? <laughs> I think we tell him ahead of time. Yeah. Like I'm gonna watch two 6.45 that night. Yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes. Catch up. <laughs> uh, people about... under the stairs. Black horror. Yes, actually. Great. And uh, it gets name-checked in the blackening. Uh, oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, Shit. Yeah, yeah. It got mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolute classic. So that chick was describing people in the basement. Yeah, it's, that's like... just the plot of yeah. people under the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> We talked about people under the stairs when Sean Whalen was on. Yep. Because yeah. he's the hero. That, that would be a piece of shit move if we invited him on and didn't talk about it. Hmm. <laughs> invite him on and only talk about Twister. <laughs> I want to talk to you about folding maps. <laughs> no, fold the map. No, seriously, what should we talk about next week, guys? That he does Dallas. We've already done that. You know what we should do? We should just listen to whatever Werewolf Ambulance does, and we should do the same movie they do. I don't know what that is. Have you not listened to Werewolf Ambulance? They uh -huh. do the same thing we do, but I, they might be funnier. So like any other podcast ever? They're, they they have uh, Savini sp uh, spot sightings because they're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So they talk about where they've seen Tom Savini that week. Oh, that'd be cool. Apparently, when the uh, when the community swimming pool opens up, Savini's there every day. He also oh. sits on his on his porch, drinks beer, waves to people. That sounds great. Yeah, I know, I know. Is he not the coolest human? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he really is. 
All right, guys. I'm out of steam. We want to cover anything else? Josh? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't oh, know. um, yeah. we, we could touch a little bit. Um, I, I didn't, I haven't got a chance to watch the Crypticon episode because I got butt hurt because I wasn't in it. Yeah, Stupid yeah. fucking storm. Honestly, but, it hurt, it hurt me not having you there because you're the one who laughs at my jokes. So, you know, I, uh, would, I would say the funny pause for laughter and these guys are all just looking at me. Exactly. Yeah. I thought it would be funny to, uh, because you guys pretended like I wasn't there, right? Just kind of cut out everything that I was in. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what we did. That was supposed to be funny. I've done drugs since then. My point was, um, I wanted to let everybody know that there were several things that we did around, you know, going to Crypticon, and um, there were two instances of eating at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Where I thoroughly embarrassed my fucking self. Thought I'd share that real quick. That's we were good. at the Cracker Barrel. Barrel. Oh God! Jesus. Yeah, so shit. We're sitting there, Joey, who can see the whole fucking room and knows what's about to happen, <laughs> says "buddy butthole," which <laughs> is our kind of you know game we play back and forth, kind of like the penis game, where you just kind of <laughs> say it back and forth because you could. You've been told it. You have to say it, right? <laughs> so I just yell out, buddy butthole. <laughs> Immediately afterwards, hey, is there anything else I can get you? That waitress was standing behind you when you did it. Yep. Yep. Didn't hear it come over. Was there. <laughs> oh, God, yes. I forgot about that. So. Yeah. Yeah, you almost died. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> so fast forward. Through a, a pretty good day, um, Joey and Casey head off to do their thing, and we go eat at Minsky's, best one of the best pizza places in Kansas City, oh, it's by far. Yeah, very great. So we're sitting there waiting on our food, and I'm playing on my phone, and Nate says, "Hey, you're looking at porn?" Hmm. And I say, "All the fucking time, or absolutely, or something <laughs> like that." Waitress, right there. Yeah, she's right there. <laughs> Not, didn't hear it come over, was right there. <coughs> I know the timing couldn't have been better. And it, I don't know, I, that just was the second time for me. And in one day. I don't, in one day. Oh, God, yeah, that was so good. And Consecutive meals. Here's the deal, I need an explanation, because you guys have done the buddy butthole thing for a while. What the fuck is that? Where does that come from? I'm, I'm not sure I know. It's like a 15-year lore. Yeah. <laughs> it's up there with uh, stories for children. Magma time. Magma time. Magma time. Good one. Stories for yeah. Yeah. Magma time. Story. Bed, bedtime stories for kids. Yeah. Bedtime stories for kids. Yeah. 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 That almost got me fired. It almost got Josh fired. Josh and I left. Yeah, it, it cost me my job back because I was going to come back. Yeah and, yeah, and Joey's like, no, Josh did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which actually was, was a blessing in disguise. And at the time, I wasn't even mad because I'd already had another job. But <laughs> Joey's like, in case you were going to come back, you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> so I hope that job works out for you. <laughs> Why did you print it out? <laughs> I don't think we did. I think it you was sitting in the trash can. That's how Eric saw it. 
<laughs> yeah, no, we printed it. <laughs> we printed like three of them. I just don't understand why you do that. Here, you if know, it's like, in a trash can, you shouldn't be able to pull it out and you know criminalize anybody. You intrusive thoughts everyone has and tries to tamp down? Well, we put them on paper. Well, and left them shit? at our workplace. Who gives a shit? I mean, it's like... Well, this was like four months later. Like, like I was go, already gone. Can you get in trouble for something that... I mean, it has nothing to do with fucking work. Who gives a shit? Imagine we, you left that on your desk. It wasn't left on a desk. And, and someone oh my God. found it and was deeply triggered by... Okay, for the folks at home, whatever it is that you're imagining that they wrote... No, you're not imagining right. It's so much worse than that. So that much bad? worse. I mean, one than of that. the stories was about explosive shitting. Well, yeah, that's pretty tame. Yeah, that was it's the tame. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean that. I don't know. I didn't really I treat that, that job with any level of respect. You guys no. remember? I used to. I I hung a picture of the porn star Belladonna in my yeah. tube. Yeah. She was fully clothed. Yeah. But somebody wrote on it inappropriate and turned yeah. it around. Uh, what? I can't remember. Somebody got upset because I had a. Oh, who the hell did I have a picture of? Oh, oh, Malcolm X. I had a picture of Malcolm X up, and somebody got upset about it. A lot of butt oh, well, mine I understand. Yours I don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a revolutionary. Well, except, I mean, I, I kind of get it because. Um, in contrast to what we're talking about today with the blackening, there were no black people <laughs> at no. our former place of employment. No, no. So, so maybe that makes sense. There were, well, after you, after you guys were all gone, um, I uh, had a one black person on service desk. There you go. Well, and then later I had a second black person on service desk. So yeah, two, two, two. That entire team over the course of twenty some years, we had two black people yeah. and only one paul bowles yeah only one paul bowles did have did have several several people of latino origin so yeah so you know some representation i think josh froze up what huh no that's you freezing up what exactly okay oh man okay so one thing that i really really loved about the movie was um okay so it's 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 not really spoiling anything because by the time you watch it you're not going to remember this anyway but there's this character nobody watches our show anyway well there is that the four (laughs) the four people probably already watched it by the time they get to this eight years from now but there's a character named king who makes Mm -hmm. this kool-aid with about yes. half a pound of sugar, sugar in it. Sugar and vodka, yeah. And they're like, you're going to have diabetes, and you're going to get all sorts of cramps and shit. And he's like, whatever. I'm going to power through. About a half hour later, he gets a cramp. Cramp, yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, cramp. Yeah. It's, well, he's pouring the bag of sugar and the vodka in the Kool-Aid. And he goes, this is some black shit. <laughs> and everybody else is like, you know what else is black? Diabetes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I would have drank it. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, I mean, by far. I mean, yeah. you know, especially with vodka in it. Oh, fuck yeah. Back in the day, yeah. 
for the slam that stuff. Yeah. yeah. With my old liver. This yeah. new one's a stuck up bastard. Yeah, yeah. New liver's weak. <laughs> Can't take it. Can't hack it. I mean, I don't know that. <laughs> I just I'm not supposed to test that. Yeah, you're not supposed to experiment on it. <laughs> well, but okay, but let's be clear. That only applies to alcohol. We can dose you with cocaine and see how that goes, right? I think so. I don't yeah, think they okay. test for that. Yeah, because, I mean, you gave up drinking. You didn't give up being awesome. <laughs> I, I might have just argued your point. <laughs> okay, kids. What else we got? Come on, Joey. Jesus. Josh is a buddy butthole. Buddy butthole! For the public to see. Okay, Joey, it's your turn. Give cool. us your give us your big thoughts. I don't got anything. Tell us about uh I'm ready to wrap up. D don't you have like a giant box set about a um a bong that murders people or something? Didn't you just get that? Oh, no. I've had that for a while. Oh, okay. So we're not gonna talk about the murderous bong. Okay then. Okay. Well <laughs> this has been Bloodfest the podcast. I've been your host, Nate. You could go out on the various areas on the interwebs and try to find us. You will need the onion router to get to the dark web. But once you're on the dankest, darkest, dangerous areas of the dark web, look for Bloodfest the Podcast. On Twitter, we're at BloodfestPod. On Facebook, uh, we X. are... It's not Twitter anymore. Fuck you, it's Twitter. <laughs> X, the only X I care about, is going to give it to you. Ain't gonna give it to you. Absolutely. Right. We're Bloodfest Pod on Facebook, Bloodfest Podcast on YouTube, Bloodfest the Podcast on TikTok, Bloodfest the Podcast on Instagram. We're also on MySpace and FacePlace and Yo Mama's Lower Back, where she got us tattooed. Um, ah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> Anyway, that's it for this week. Be sure to listen to us next week. You can always go to patreon.com, look us up, and give us a little money. So for Josh, Joey, Casey, who ain't here, Lydia, who also is not here, and all the folks at home, here's our new catchphrase. Kangaroos have a penis!